there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about my homeschool and a lesson that I have learned over the years in homeschooling. Many times on this podcast, we talk about all things simple in life, whether it's talking about our family or our little hobby farm or... um, how we're keeping it simple just day to day, and many times that includes my homeschool. So today, even though I will be focusing on a topic in homeschooling, it does actually apply to any area of our life, and that topic is being consistent, right? So whether it is in your homeschool or if you are not a homeschooler and you just find that you have a hard time with consistency, then I hope that this episode would help you as well. Uh, So I'm titling this one, Being Consistent in Your Homeschool When You're Really a Fly-by-the-Seat-of-Your-Pants Mama. (laughs) Because that's me. I am more of a a free spirit, I guess you would say. I am not organized by nature. I am not disciplined as I should be by nature. My natural inclination or my bent is a lot more spontaneous. So I have had to work over the years sort of to, um, you know, it's okay to be spontaneous, but to sort of be more consistent when it comes to something such as homeschooling, which is such a big responsibility. And, um, You know, how to balance that, though, with my nature of being a little bit more spontaneous and fly by the seat of my pants. So it's funny because as a kid, I was a mess. My mom would, you know, be constantly after me because my room was a disaster and I would come home from school with my backpack and all my papers were hanging out and I was always losing things and can never find anything. And it's funny that I grew up to now write this blog about keeping things simple and sometimes I talk about organization and order. But the awesome thing is that it just shows what God can do. Because even though my nature is not necessarily to be organized and, you know, very disciplined, it just shows that when you are doing something, whether it's homeschooling or parenting or your work or any area of your life, if you submit that to God and you ask him to change you in that area or to guide you and help you and do things in his power, he can take over and he can replace your old with his new. And I have seen that, that he has really helped me grow in this area of being consistent and being disciplined and sticking to task and to a schedule. And I've done podcasts or written articles or spoken at conventions about schedules. And many of you will know that I have usually said that I am not much of a hardcore scheduler. You know, we've done every type of schedule that I have uh, found more of a balance, a healthy balance with schedules. So he has worked um, in my life to sort of give me a nice balance in these areas and shown me that it is okay sometimes to be spontaneous and to sort of throw the plans out the window. But it is very important to be consistent as well. I mean, we all know that with parenting, right? That's like one of the number one things that we learn in the parent manual is be consistent with your children. And why is that? Because children need to see the same thing over and over and over before it becomes a habit or 
or before it sticks or before they learn it. And for someone like me, who my nature is sort of to be a little bit one way one day, you know, depending on my mood and a little bit another way the next day, that is not going to work when it comes to homeschooling because I do need to be consistent, especially when they're younger so that they can learn uh, the boundaries and the different orderliness that we do need to have when we're running our home and our homeschool. But there is also a place for spontaneity. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about both. But like I said, my nature... Uh, in my flesh, I am more of let's do things according to my mood. You know, I'm tired today and I don't feel like doing something. So I can be very fleshy in that manner and want to sort of just go with my mood. But we can't let our mood dictate our day because you know, our children need to have consistency, whether it's in our homeschool or our discipline with our parenting or whatever it is, regardless of how we feel. So I have learned to seek the Lord when I am wanting to listen to my mood or listen to my flesh and, you know, sort of go with that. I have to realize that God has given me a huge responsibility in homeschooling my children. And he, I have said this, you know, over and over, I've written a whole book on it. I feel that he has called me to this journey and it's not about me. It's about my children. It's about him. And it's about what he often teaches me on this journey. So this is an area that I am grateful that he has worked on in my heart to show me and to sort of shape me and change me and give me a new um, way of being more consistent and realizing that I need to put others first and I need to put my children's needs first. And, you know, especially when they're little, that means being consistent. So like I said, in that, you know, big old parenting manual, you feel like you get when you're little or you don't get, but everybody tells you about, you know, that kind of pretend manual. The number one thing people say is be consistent, be consistent. You know, if you're going to potty train, right? How many times do we have to do the same thing over and over just to get them to tinkle in the bowl? <laughs> or if we are trying to teach them, you know, a new skill, we know that it takes doing something over and over until it sticks. So that's why at that, you know, very core of our homeschool, we need to have consistency so that our children understand how our family functions and that this is our lifestyle and that we are taking on the responsibility of educating at home. And even though I am more of a loosey-goosey homeschooler where I, you know, love to use real-life learning and I love to use um, things that are going on in life to sort of deviate from the lesson plan and let it teach, and those are things that I, I still think are wonderful, it has to fall within the boundaries of consistency. For instance, this week we were able to, with the election um, on TV uh, this this week, we were able to, I mean, literally have an amazing homeschool lesson that began at, you know, six o'clock at night and went to what, three in the morning? Because yes, we did stay up and watch the whole thing. Well, we fell asleep at the very end and 
we had very little sleep. But it was an amazing thing as I sat there with my children and realized we're letting this. Um, I said to them, actually, we are act. You are actually in the middle of a history lesson right now because what we're watching right now is going to be in history books one day, and you are sitting here and living it out. So you're learning so much. And I had my little guy was coloring an electoral map while we were watching the um, returns on the television. And we were able to learn so much from six o'clock in the morning till three in the morning. And then the next morning, it was a beautiful thing because we sort of had our school books out. We were on the couch. We were all in our pajamas. I'm not afraid to admit it because we were up you know, till three in the morning, I had like three hours of sleep, but it was beautiful. We were cuddling up on the couch. We were in our pajamas and we were watching, um, the news networks and, you know, just continuing to watch the coverage of this historical event and then watching these historical speeches being made when we got to watch the president come on and talk about the peaceful transition of power. So there was a million different lessons in there that we learned. We learned, um, history lessons, or they were present lessons, but they're going to be history lessons someday. We were able to talk about the president and the government, and there was also a lot of moral and spiritual lessons in there as well, that's for sure. So there were so many things going on that, um, you know, that was an okay time to sort of throw our schedule out the window a little bit and just delve into what was going on around us. So I am all for being spontaneous when there are things like that. I mean, who am I to say, okay, turn off the TV, we need to get our lessons done. And, and then and then we'll talk about the election again anyway, at some point. So I wanted them to be fully immersed in what was going on. And that's such a beautiful part of homeschooling, that you are able to just be, you know, in these moments, these historical moments with your children talking about it and just living it out. And, um, the lessons there are just wonderful. So anyway, that is a great example of sort of being spontaneous, but yet still, you know, falling within those boundaries of consistency. And we're able to do those types of moments because of the consistency that we have set up um, overall in our homeschool. You know, if every single day I was allowing something to interrupt and I was allowing things to just be so spontaneous and we weren't sort of within these walls of consistency, then, you know, it would still it would still provide a lot more kind of chaos and disorder. So I have over the years, like I said, I am not by nature the type to be as disciplined sometimes as I think I need to be for homeschooling. And in fact, when I first began homeschooling, one of the reasons I doubted that I could homeschool, because you know, we all do that. We all say, I could never homeschool because I'm not organized. I'm not disciplined. I'm not smart enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. And you know what? Those were all valid reasons because I wasn't. But guess what? God equipped me. So I don't tell you any of these things today on this episode that, you know, being consistent and all this stuff comes from me at all. This is all the work of 
God and what he does when he calls you to do something. I feel like he has given me these abilities to sort of go against my nature because this is what he has called me to do. And this is his will for our family. And I'm still a work in progress. There are many days where I have to fight my own fleshy desires and I don't feel like homeschooling. I feel like throwing the books out the window today and taking a spontaneous shopping trip or something, (laughs) you know, so there are days I have to fight that. And I haven't perfected this thing by any means. But I want to encourage anyone out there who feels that they have a hard time with consistency, that that's okay. Because so many of us do. And there is not a special remedy for you or a special strategy that I can give you or a special organizational system that I can give you without telling you that if you go to God and you seek him on this thing that you struggle with, consistency, that if he has called you to this journey, he is absolutely, without a doubt, 100% going to replace that you know, fleshy part of you that just wants to be inconsistent. And he can replace it with consistency. Because like I said, this is not anything that I can do in my own strength. In my own strength, I just want to stay in bed most days and cuddle up under the covers (laughs) and play with my chickens. But in his strength, I am reminded that this is a calling, that I have this responsibility to teach my children and that he can equip me and the Holy Spirit can come in and work through our family. And it is not about me and what I can do, but all about him and what he can do. Consistency is so important. You know, like I said, it would be very easy to just sort of every day do something different. But I feel like for our children, we need to teach them that God is a God of orderliness and he wants us to have order and discipline. And there's a time for order and discipline. And then there's a time for being more spontaneous. And like I said before, if you are working within the walls of a consistent homeschool, then there is so much um, room for spontaneity as well, because you can say, well, we've been, you know, doing things on task and we've been getting things done and it's okay to take a spontaneous day off because it's a beautiful day and we want to take a field trip or, you know, people are just attitudes aren't working today. It's okay to just put the books away and sort of do something different. Those times I think are actually needed. Those are very refreshing And sometimes we do need to just sort of take a day to chill, you know, and to put the books away. But we can't afford to do that if we're not working within a very consistent homeschool otherwise. So how do you maintain a level of consistency when you just don't feel like it or when you when you just aren't that way by nature or when you feel like your schedule is just so busy that it's hard to be consistent? I would say, like I said, obviously, number one is to seek the Lord's strength and not your own, because I just, I have seen so many times lately where I wanted to give in to my mood. For instance, yesterday I posted on on Facebook for my Bible-based homeschooling page that my one son was doing algebra. I had my daughter on deck to do geometry next. I had a little one waiting for me to do phonics. I mean, it just seemed overwhelming. Not the phonics didn't seem overwhelming, but... <laughs> 
the algebra and the geometry did. And the phonics just seemed like uh, another thing, you know? And for a split second, I just wanted to be like, you know what? We'll just save this stuff till tomorrow. But then I sat there and I said, Lord, help me. I know you can get me through this. I know that in your strength, you know, I can, I can calm my nature right now because I'm starting to get anxious and feeling a little overwhelmed. And I just sat and asked him to step in. And he did. All of a sudden, my son was able to do the algebra. It didn't seem that hard to me. And it wasn't so overwhelming. The geometry wasn't nearly as overwhelming as I thought it would be. It makes so much more of a difference when I go into it with a calm spirit than an anxious and overwhelmed spirit. When my daughter puts that paper in front of me and says, Mom, I need help, my task right then is to help her, not to give in to how I feel. I'm feeling like I can't do this. I'm feeling overwhelmed. God will supply. I have seen it time and time again. Where things go wrong is when I don't stop and ask him to step in. When I immediately take the geometry paper and try to figure it out and start to get worked up that this is overwhelming, that is where I can fail at being consistent because I can say, you know what, can we just hold off on this till tomorrow? Because right now my brain can't handle it and we'll just do it tomorrow. That would be Karen abuse in the flesh right there. That is what I would want to do. But when I stop and say, Lord, help me do this, help me do this task. You have called me to do this and I know you will equip me. All of a sudden, it's not me anymore. It's the Holy Spirit filling me up and giving me the ability to calmly approach what the task at hand is, and we get through it. I've seen it time and time again. And this is something new that I'm learning to really do consistently, to really do, um, you know, without giving in to my own nature. And I, I have been doing this a lot with various things, whether it's homeschool or not lately, where I start to get overwhelmed and I just stop. And I ha- have to I have to um, repeat truths to myself. And this is where I'm going to go into telling you how important it is to know scripture. We have to be filled up with his word because we have to go back to truth when the lies start to come in our head and say, this is too overwhelming. This is too hard. I don't feel like doing this. We have to know truth. And immediately, sometimes all it takes is for me to stop and in my head, just start saying the name of Jesus over and over. And that kind of just gets every negative thought out of my head so that I can focus. So if you are one of those people out there that struggles with keeping consistency, make sure you're in your word because, you know, a discipline, self-control is a fruit of the spirit and being consistent really comes from, springs forth from self-control. If you have self-control, you will be able much easier to keep consistency in your homeschool and in your life. And self-control is a fruit of the spirit. And we need to be in our word. If we are going to be bearing fruit, we need to be closer to God. If we are going to be bearing fruit, we need to know his word. We need to know his truth. So if you're struggling with consistency, realize that it is a matter of self-control and that is a fruit of the spirit. Um, 
consistency for some people can be difficult to sort of, you know, keep um, a curriculum going. As soon as the curriculum gets hard, we want to switch into something different. Or as soon as we see a curriculum out there that looks better, we want to switch. And I think in this area, it's really important to maintain a consistent curriculum for our children so that we can show them that And I'm not saying if the curriculum is terrible, don't throw it out the window. But I'm saying if it's working, even if it has a few like hard times or there might be something a little bit better, sometimes it's a good idea to just stick with it and at least finish the year out and teach our children that we don't just throw something away because it's not, you know, working perfectly or, you know, we try to work with it and see, um, if we can stick it out. Now, like I said, sometimes something really may not be working and it's just not a good fit, but I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about when we sort of just feel like, well, math isn't, you know, going swimmingly. So it must be the curriculum. Let's throw it out and try something new. How about we try to, you know, get through the struggles and we try to push through and ask God and seek him. Is this, um, worth, you know, pushing through and sticking with. It's very important to teach our children to stick with things even when it gets difficult. So when math becomes hard, and lately that's been our thing in our homeschool, that math, it gets us every time. So for us, I'm, I'm, I'm having to remember that I am teaching my children how to handle difficult things or struggles or things that are just plain hard, and I need to show them and model them that we don't just give up, we don't just switch to something else, you know, that we push through. So consistency, if you are someone like me who struggles with it, is basically what it boils down to is a struggle with our own human nature. Because we... if we're not consistent, that's because we just want to do what we want to do. And, you know, that's us human beings. We do. We want to do what feels good. We don't want to do what's hard. We want to do things that give us the warm fuzzies, not math. (laughs) We want to do things that, you know, are beneficial to us all the time. And sometimes we do have to go through the struggle a little bit to come out on the other side. Um, So if struggling with consistency, whether it's with your schedule, with your curriculum, with discipline, with, you know, parenting issues, um, sometimes it's really hard to be consistent because you just don't feel like fighting anymore, right? But we know that when it comes to parenting, consistency is so important. Children thrive on boundaries. They thrive on knowing that they are in those protected boundaries. They will try to fight them because they're just little human beings like us, right? We're all sinful, fallen human beings, and they're going to try to fight those boundaries. But once they realize that those boundaries cannot be moved and that they're there for a reason and that God instills boundaries for a reason for all of us, for our protection, for our good, then those boundaries become a safe place to be. And they realize that when they step out of those boundaries, that they are um, in a place that God doesn't want them to be. And that's ultimately our job to teach them to stay within the boundaries because God wants them there and it's for their good. So consistency, whether it is in 
homeschool or schedules or parenting, all of these things is just very crucial to keeping things running smoothly. And like I said, there is time for spontaneity. When I talk about consistency, consistency, I don't mean that we need to be um, on this big, you know, extreme schedule that we can't deviate ever, that minute to minute is scheduled and we can't ever deviate off the schedule because then we won't be consistent. Um, That is not at all what consistency is. Consistency is maintaining an order, maintaining a flow, of your day and your family life so that your children know what to expect each day. And then if you're doing that consistently, then that leaves time to have those sort of spontaneous fun days. There are so many days where I look at our schedule and I feel like saying, let's just close the books today and go on a spontaneous field trip. And then I have to look at myself and say, well, how consistent have we been? Have we been doing, you know, well, staying on task? And then those are the days that I can kind of give in to that. And I think that's okay. And that's fun for our children to learn that sometimes we can, if we've done well with our tasks, kind of reward ourselves with those spontaneous moments. Sometimes it's fun to just do something different. Sometimes we need that little reprieve and that's okay. Like I said before, within the walls of a consistent homeschool, within the boundaries of consistency. So if you're struggling out there with keeping it consistent, I would just encourage you to remember it's not about you. It's not about what you can or cannot do to maintain consistency. If you're having trouble sticking with keeping the the days consistent and keeping your um, style consistent, because, you know, so many of us, too, like want to be one kind of homeschooler one day and the next day we sort of want to change methods and we kind of go back and forth. If you have trouble with that, kind of um, personality where you want to go from one thing to the next, I would encourage you, as always, this is my, you know, my go-to advice here, seek the Lord, because so many of us think we have to fix ourselves, when ultimately the only one who can fix these heart issues within us is God. And being consistent and working kind of orderly, if it is not your nature, then take that to him and seek him on that and ask him to help you become a more consistent homeschooler. I have seen the fruit in my own homeschool. And like I said, there are many days where I still have to struggle because I don't feel like doing the things that I have set before me. So it is a daily struggle for me. And I take it to the Lord and I ask him to help me every single morning. I pray before I get out of bed and I ask him these things. I ask him to help me stay on task and do what I need to do. Because in my flesh, I am a loosey goosey. Like I said, fly by the seat of your pants. I don't want to do the things I don't feel like doing, or I just want to, you know, I want to be more spontaneous. So, um, I have had to seek the Lord in those things. And I have seen how he can change me when I ask him to help me. And when I realize that if I would just step back and let him help me, when I am in his will, it feels so much better than 
anything that I would have wanted to do in my own flesh. So I encourage you, if you are struggling with consistency, you can be more consistent if you seek the Lord. And it is important to maintain consistency for our children. Balance it out with some of those fun, loosey-goosey days, and you will see the fruit of your work and of what God has called you to do. So let me know how you are doing with consistency. Are you a consistent homeschooler? Are you more of a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants mama? And how do you handle it? I would encourage you to comment in the Facebook uh, page where I post the, the podcast and on the podcast page itself, and we can keep the conversation going. If anyone else out there is listening and you haven't followed the Facebook page for Simply Living for Him, go over to the Facebook page and like it so you can stay updated on all the new posts. And we have some really fun things coming up. In January, I will be giving a workshop, a Simply Living for Him workshop. It's a half-day workshop on a Saturday in Chester, New Jersey. So anyone local to New Jersey, check that out. It's free. I mean, um, we're asking for a $5 suggested donation. If you can't pay the $5, just come and bring a friend. Um, But really, that just covers the costs of refreshments and things like that. And we're going to be having two main sessions with me talking about the remedy to chaos and clutter and also talking about being a transformed woman in the word. And then we're going to have worship time and prayer time and some informal discussion Q&A type time. And we'll be talking not just about homeschooling. This is not just for homeschooling moms. It's for ladies that are looking to reduce clutter, to simplify, but most of all, to seek Jesus. So if you are interested in that, go over to the Facebook page for Simply Living for Him and you will find the event on there. If you are planning on coming, very important, please click the little button that says going. So we have a number kind of uh, to expect or you can hit the button for interested if you're not sure if you're coming but you still want to stay updated on that workshop. Then in July of next summer, we'll be doing our Simply Living for Him retreat. The workshop in January is like a small little taste of the Simply Living for Him retreat, which is a two-day Um, retreat for ladies to get away and to seek Jesus in a beautiful place. We'll be meeting out at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania at the lodges at Gettysburg. And all the information for that is on the simplylivingforhim.com blog. And also right now we have a $5 coupon for a discount for the Simply Living for Him retreat. So please go check that out because that will be expiring soon. And also I'll be speaking at the Teach Them Diligently conventions this spring. So if you go to teachthemdiligently.net, you can see the locations and where I'll be speaking with Teach Them Diligently. And that is an amazing event for homeschoolers. So I would hope to see you there. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy. 